my friend, I'm Shelley Rosland and this is a Podbite, a short digestible tidbit to snack on as a quick reflective prompt, a rally for new thinking or to just throw a challenge out there for you to take up should you choose to. These are dropped in between my normal episodes and in fact I'm doing a little mini series of these over the summer. This message will not self-destruct in five seconds, but it may well cause you to pull up your handbrake and do a quick calibration check on those wheels of yours. Let's get to it. This bite is about thinking about growth differently. I'm going to invite you to think that maybe it's not about increasing what you are doing or generating more. It may be about being smarter and better at what you're already doing. I'm going to kick off by asking you a question, which I want you to answer honestly. Are you feeling frustrated knowing that you want things to be better, but you just don't know what better looks like? I remember when I did my NLP practitioner program, which was probably about 10 years ago now. I love that as part of that process of doing the work, you were encouraged to look for models of excellence in order to build or shape your own model of excellence. Then fast forward to many years after that, and I heard Daniel Priestley say that it was A great idea when you are looking for inspiration for your business to actually look for examples outside of your industry. My brain just went, ooh, let's mush these things together. So when I work with my clients or indeed with the people who do my group program, we do this. Firstly, we do the rudimentary exercise you'll be familiar with that any good business owner should be doing when we look at market context. So in essence, you look with a magnifying glass at what you're doing for customers and in your field compared to what others are doing. Try and make it a like-for-like comparison, doing the same thing that you're doing. So where do you kind of sit compared to them? We then take an extra step and open up our curious minds to looking outside of your industry and see how others are structuring how they do what they do. Sometimes you can find inspiration and answers to challenges by stretching your thinking outside your normal box and looking at industries or fields which are completely unrelated to you and what you do. Believe you me, it can be pretty fascinating. When Daniel Priestley was looking at how to build and structure his business so that it could do what he wanted it to do globally, he even looked at, for example, how Cirque du Soleil operated and worked. It gave him real insight into how to build something that was recognisable and could be set up and repeated around the world and be a consistent journey for the consumer. He ran a business education, training and coaching business. And as you know, Cirque du Soleil is a theatrical entertainment company. By doing this, you'll probably spot things that 
catch your eye or they fizzle your brain and you go, ooh, look how they've approached this or that and nice, look how they tackled that challenge and oh, how have they packaged that thing? How do they put it together? Now I'm speaking from a place of knowing here. I'm a knowledge worker. I'm essentially a consultant and a teacher operating in a pretty flooded marketplace which gets new waves of people who can do it all in quotation marks, <laughs> every time there is some kind of new economic earthquake. It's difficult to stand out or be heard or to be seen to be doing anything that seems different to anyone else doing the work that I do. Here's the thing though, and believe me when I say this, because I've worked with over 160 different micro businesses over my consulting career, and every one of them got to this point of frustration of just wanting things to be better and being stuck in seeing how. This doesn't mean that they were unhappy with the work that they were doing, not at all. They just want something to shift to give them a little more wiggle room for, well, life to happen as well. Would you agree that in, in running your own business, you pay a particularly higher price of sacrifice in the amount of time and energy it takes to be you and to stay the course. I could say that for sure, <laughs> for myself, my husband, and also our freelance team. How do we move from frustration to freedom? Now, I haven't got the secret answer, but I have been around this particular block a few times myself and with clients, and in fact, I'm in the middle of navigating one for myself right now in my agency business, which is also a micro business. So here's my two cents. First, take a step back and breathe. Remember why and how you got here? Why do you do the work that you do today, serving the people you do? I'm going to point out something pretty obvious now, but it needs to be said. The business you started all those years ago and the person you were at the time is very different to the person you are today. Your journey starts at one point, and as you move along it, avenues open up, you make tiny decisions, you make big decisions, and all of these shape who you and your business have become today. Taking a pause to revisit some of your core values and whether those priorities have shifted is important. What is your real purpose for doing the work that you're doing? Has that changed? Do you have a, a bigger vision, for lack of a better word? Has this changed or altered in nuance, perhaps? The thing is, if you don't recalibrate your values, your why, and possibly your vision, your compass, which helps you to navigate your day-to-day, -day, will be off. At best, you won't have a true north, which is actually guiding you in a predetermined direction. And everything you're doing is just making you look busy and not moving you forward. At worst, you have a true north that yesteryear you put in place and you're gravitating towards something that you are no longer attracted to or motivated for. Yikes, both of those scenarios just scream frustration and a big old waste of energy and time. What do you think? When's the last time you recalibrated whether you are working towards a true north that actually reflects 
today you. If you actually haven't done this in the last couple of years, and especially since the pandemic, I would highly recommend that you do it. Maybe the word frustration is not how you would articulate what's going on for you. Perhaps you may describe it as a feeling like a little wishy-washy about what your next steps are, or stuck in a thinking pattern that feels stale and boring, or desperate to leverage the power of technology and tools to reduce the time it takes to deliver the work you do. Or maybe you're just looking to spark some excitement back into your work and you want to know how you can use your knowledge and value that you've already built up over the years to do something different for your clients. Maybe the pandemic caused a rift in your patterns and ideas have started to emerge that you want to do something with. My prompt for you today is to take a lovely notebook, a really nice one with nice paper and a pen, not a laptop. Your brain works better moving a pen across the page. Trust me, there's science to that. (laughs) Block out one hour, that's all. Find somewhere really cozy and different with no interruptions where you can jot down everything that's playing now out in your head after listening to this pod bite. Here's two questions for you to work on. Number one, what about your work is still exciting and interesting for you? A hint to find where this is, is where does your time just disappear? Question number two, if you could do something differently and anything was possible, ignoring price and cost, What would that look like and be? Now, I recognize it's hard work to do these things yourself, especially when you are close to it. I do find that because of the rampant free advice that's online, it's really easy, isn't it, to just get distracted with the many things that you could be doing. Would you like some help in unpicking this more? Now, one of my magical superpowers, in case you didn't know, (laughs) is in seeing into your genius, bringing it out onto the table to show you and then working with you to shape how you want to do things going forward. I'm going to be cheeky and I'm going to let you know that I still have some early bird seats left on my next cohort for my group program, if that would be of any interest to you. Now, what do we do on the program? Well, in a nutshell, you'll take the time to temperature check where you are right now compared to the you that started your business. And then I'll show you how to mindfully articulate what you want going forward. That's when the work really begins and we bring that back into your business to model it, to give you more of what you want and less of what you don't. Curious? I'd love it if you'd consider working with me and a cohort of your peers. I'll put the details in the show notes for you. Now, one caveat. This is not a marketing course. I've designed it to be a carefully curated 16-week program with the right information and knowledge in front of you, which is relevant for your business so you can make fundamental and sometimes, I'm not going to lie, groundbreaking decisions about what you are shaping for your future. It really is business development with a twist and through the lens of brand strategy and marketing. You'll be in a small group of peers. You won't be alone. We really do keep the numbers down so that we can get to know each other really well and become your trusted circle 
of support, encouragement and accountability. The next cohort starts September 25th. Let me know that you heard about the program through this episode and I'll make sure I prioritise getting you a place. Remember, sometimes it's not about growth or that icky word, scale. Sometimes it's just about being better and smarter with what you have already. Until next time, my friend, stay strong, believe you have value and make good brand decisions. Thank you.